Hi guys, and welcome to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. I am your host, Kostin Jin, or Hotshot Ginger, that's my old name, I am a new person now, and I am with my co-host, Giant Music, how are you buddy? Dude, I'm so good, it's September, it's 2019, I'm back to school, fresh start on the podcast, brand new topic, I'm excited to get into it, I'm in a, I almost dropped an F-bomb, good mood. <laughs> Yeah, you're, uh, you started up school again. I'm actually living in a new place, so, I mean, things have been going all over the place for both of us, it sounds like. In the best of ways, my friend. In the best of ways. So, before we get to the topic today, which is My Hero Academia, season four is around the corner, so we decided to rehash this uh, topic. Uh, I have a couple of quick announcements I want to mention, and then we're just going to jump straight into it. Uh, I might just actually just clip this part of the podcast and upload it on its own, because I know that not everyone listens to the podcast. But uh, So, if you guys did not know, uh, this summer I've been putting out a lot of original music with my Project Chip Machine, which is electroacoustic chiptune music. We've put out Laptop Orchestra. Go check that out, please. Also, uh, there's a new remix I dropped on the channel recently. Check that out. It's from the Cymosphere song with my friend called Vibor. Uh, that's his uh, remix name. And then uh, Lunatic Rappers, very quickly, Above and Beyond, we dropped a remastered version of it. And every Friday uh, in this month in September, a new song is dropping. So basically, no new anime content, uh, anime songs, covers, or remixes are coming out this September. Uh, we're still doing the podcast, of course. But then, starting October, I'm bringing back, I'm thinking of bringing back, no, I'm going to bring back the anime theme month, meaning every month is going to be its own anime, and I'm thinking October might be uh, My Hero Academia, just because I really, I'm really getting back into the My Hero Academia, uh, My Hero Academia swing of things. And quickly, uh, join the Giant Music Discord server, I have a bunch of new channels, I'm trying to hit 50 members, so go uh, join that uh, really quickly. All right. That was all the plug-in I wanted to do real quick at the beginning. So, Hotshot, how's it going? Let's get into this. It's going, it's going. And, okay, so how exactly are we going to get into this? How are we going to start this? I always start with this question, and I think it's good. So, I've done this topic before with Yuki a long time ago, but a lot of obviously happened in the My Hero Academia verse. But let's just jump from here. Uh, this is what I propose. How did you get into My Hero Academia? This amazing series that is extremely popular and has really revitalized the shonen uh, anime genre. I feel like we can agree that, uh, like, in the last decade, last five years, it has been one of the staples of shonen, yeah? I will completely agree to that, yeah. So, first impressions, like, how did you get into it? How'd you find out about it? And when you started watching? Obviously, uh, I fall watched everything, but you're kind of stu stuck somewhere in the third season and fourth season's coming soon. But yeah, give give us just, like, a, a general overview, first impressions, on all those those good old days, Hotshot, when you saw Izuku on your timeline. <laughs> so, um, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. I mean, you know me and you know, like, my drives. Like, you know I'm all about games, I'm all about comics, like, that kind of thing. This blends anime and comics, so I was kind of immediately drawn to it, but I took... You also know me, and it takes me forever to actually watch something. Right. So when I actually did watch um, watch it, I think season two was ending at the time, or coming close to an end. But uh, from the first episode I saw, which was the first episode, I did not put the show down until I blasted through the entire first season. I remember you talking to me about My Hero Academia as it was watching. What made you, like, guess, catch on to it and latch on to it and just love it uh, from the get-go? Because it's a superhero 
That's exactly it. That's why. Because, again, superheroes, comics, powers, villains, like heroes, bad guys, that kind of thing. I love that. That is my thing. I mean, I could go for hours and hours and hours talking about Marvel, but I could also go hours and hours and hours just talking about this one anime. Do you feel like uh, what's so good about this anime? Like a lot of animes have heroes and villains. We've literally done podcasts about podcasts about heroes and, and villains, and, yeah, and, and villains, yeah. But wh- why is this one like so good that you watched it and you binged it at the beginning? Because it's so strong a uh, so strong a comic aesthetic. Like there's obviously like heroes, like vigilante heroes, like going out taking care of the bad guys. And there's obviously the villains, but they're actually uh, put into either a villain or hero. And being a pro hero, like that's your profession. It just, it just, it just sold to me. Like I know One Punch does kind of the exact same thing. Only villains just kind of pop up whenever they want to. But and I love One Punch, but I love Hero a lot more. I feel like with One Punch, uh, Saitama is kind of like just amazing from the get go. But Izuku, what you see is his progress and his growth, and that's ex- uh, and that's exactly sorry, uh, sorry to cut you off here. And that's no, exactly sure. why I love Deku so much. I know his name's Izuku. I'm calling him Deku just because it's easier for me. But that's why I love Deku so much because just like my favorite superhero of all time, Spider-Man, Deku is meant to be like the relatable hero, like the one who starts off small, the one who can only grow bigger, the one who is so down low, he can only climb up. Like, he is what you want to focus on because he is so relatable in a lot of ways. I feel like another trait that Deku has that um, a lot of shonen characters have, and like he kind of fits that mold of like the main protagonist of shonen like uh naruto or boruto uh would be the big dreamer like you see him seeing all might in that first season and he's watching him as a kid and he's got that like all my figure in his hands yeah and he's rocking back and forth in the chair and like he just wants it so bad but then we find out that you know what four-fifths of the entire world have quirks and you're in the like minority that doesn't have any the quirks. one bit yeah i was God damn, I was heartbroken on that one. But he needs a struggle. He needs some sort of, you know, we no, can't just hand it that to conflict. Him. Like, he needs a conflict outside of, like, heroes versus bad guys. Otherwise, it's not going to go anywhere. So having that conflict of not having a quirk, but still wanting to be the driving force of being a hero is kind of a is kind of a perfect fit for him no it really is and when he comes into contact with all might and he really saw see them develop that teacher student bond and then it kind of becomes more than just a teacher student bond because it becomes a almost like a father-son bond what's your thoughts here when uh, when izuku really like forms himself into who he is as a hero like okay so from episode one to where he is now yeah, honestly, like, just, you know, it starts out with, with All Might. They obviously come in contact that first episode, yeah. and he asks him, remember, he says, is it possible for me to become a hero? All Might says yes, you know? And that just, like, reinvigorates well, him. All like, Might, well, the, from then. actually, at first, All Might doesn't say yes. He says no because uh, Deku doesn't have a quirk yet. He says, no, I know, sorry, but hero, you, Anyways, or, yeah. sorry, kid, but no, you will never be a hero. Right. And that... Just that sense alone, hearing that from your idol, hearing that from someone that you look up to is just soul crushing. So, I mean, obviously, like, yeah, he needed to hear that because you've seen some of the villains on the show. Without a quirk, you will not survive unless there's a hero around. Like, that is just a given, I feel like. But even so, he does, Deku does still try to be the hero. Like, he even charges into, say, Bakugo. And everything from the slime monster. So going from where he started to just like dreaming big 
but he was never a coward. Like, he never, like, shivered away from a fight. Like, yeah, he would rather, like, avoid fighting if at all possible. But when he, uh, when shit hits the fan, he is a hero. Like, it's in his blood, I feel like. So when he starts off from not knowing how to do anything, not knowing where to go or anything like that, he turns into the strategizing powerhouse that kind of mirrors All Might, but at the same time has his own little spin to it. It's honestly an a, incredibly organic turn for him. No, it is an, or, or an organic turn, and like one of those steps in that entire like, uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? The entire path. One of the steps he takes that I absolutely love is during the interest exam, uh, for the school that he and uh, he ultimately get like UA where he gets accepted is that huge robot that shows up, and then Araka's like kind of like stuck there, and he's like, I'm just gonna go punch that thing in the face, <laughs> and he just goes all the way and it's like yo you get no points for doing this by the way he's like i don't care oh like, my god care. that moment in trouble. was so hype that's what i do basically he's like i don't care i'm a hero i'm gonna go punch that thing and um, okay speaking of uraka oh my god uraka <laughs> what what are your thoughts there? i love uraka <laughs> she is such a sweet little cinnamon roll that needs to be protected <laughs> like even even from even from day one where uh where deku saves her from the robot in the exam she even tries sacrificing some of her points in order to make sure Deku makes it in. So, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, hearing that she does that, like, sacrificing something, she's even more of an, or not even more, but a different embodiment of a hero. But I will fully admit, when I heard the reason she wanted to be a hero was to get the money, I was a little taken aback until I heard the reason. No, I remember. I remember. I was just like, what do you mean you're doing a hero to get rich? And then, like, it's now my parents. Oh. Well, now I feel like a jackass. I mean, there's there. She she's very multi layered. What I really loved about her was her fight in the tournament. And I and I know exactly. I, I know you know what oh. I'm talking about. Her fight against Bakugo. Uh, go ahead. No, you you go ahead. I, I mean, you're you're obviously more okay. Okay, I yeah. I will go over this fight because I this is a fucking awesome fight. I don't want to, and I'm sorry I keep swearing. It's just who I am, but. <laughs> This is an incredible fight of just Uraraka versus Bakugo in the exam. The incredible strategy that Uraraka has of Bakugo of just banking on Bakugo's rampage and just impulse of destroying the arena and then dropping a giant meteor on him. I wanted her to win so badly, but damn it, Bakugo. And I want to, okay, I want to like Bakugo. I really do. I, I want to like him, but I can't. <laughs> You can't like Bakugo? I can't like Bakugo. He is such... So you're like 98%, 98% of the fan base is what you're saying. Pretty much, yeah, I will... Yeah, yeah, because I just... I don't like the guy. Like, I don't... I like anti-heroes or, like, heroes that are just, like, aggressive and doing their own thing. Like, it's either my way or get out of my way. Like, I like those kind of characters, like uh, Shadow from Sonic or, like... I can't think of any others off the top of my head. Or like Venom. Hell, he's a lot like Venom from Spider-Man. But Bakugo is such a dick to everybody. To de- so crude. To- so arrogant. <laughs> so crude. So arrogant. Work. So like self-entitled. And then when Deku starts showing a little bit of growth. You lied to me all these years. I fucking hate you. Just Bakugo, back off. Just back the hell off. But he puts it together. He's like, you had no quirk, and then your quirk's super similar to All Might. And he really puts it together in that third season where he f- finally realizes, okay, okay, 
This thing, it's generative. You're the next generation. Okay, and then they have that big epic fight. He's important to the storyline because he provides a rivalry. No, I know, I know. I'm not, provides, I... Yeah. Yeah, I don't like Bakugo, but I will admit this, 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 that the show can't really exist without him. But it's mm-hmm. just, he is such a dick. No, I know, especially in that, like, first, uh, the entrance exams. Uh, no, once they're ex- actually in UA and they have that whole uh, duo, um, that duo, uh, what was it? Like, it was in the battle, but it was a search and rescue kind of thing they were doing. And then Bakugo just takes it super personally and just goes after Deku. He's like, I'm just going to blow you up. I'm just going to just absolutely Again, destroy you. this guy shouldn't be a hero. He shouldn't. He has the drive of a villain. Like, he only wants to be a hero to to be better than All Might or to be better than Deku or, like, there's no heroic drive there. It's just, I want to kill you. Again, but there's still villain. drive regardless. There's no drive regardless. It's just madman, I have power, you deserve to die. Which I will give him credit when, uh, when the villain side tries to corrupt him and tries to bring him over to their side. I was fully surprised when he said no. Like, I thought he was going to turn. I thought that's the direction they were going to go. I thought he was going to end up being a bad guy. But when he said no, I was completely caught off guard. It was insane. But yeah, so like 99% of the fan base, I don't like Bakugo. Right, but another thing, uh, another moment with Bakugo was when he got, gets captured by the evil, uh, the, the, the whole, uh, the evil by association. By the League of Villains. The League of Villains, and then he gets rescued. That whole rescue scene was epic to me. No, yeah, it completely was. I, lo- I love seeing the actual pro heroes in action, like All Might's old teacher. I love All, all Might's old teacher. <laughs> Gran Torino. He is such an awesome mentor character. Like in a lot of he, yeah. ways, in a lot of ways, he reminds me of Yoda combined with Pervy Sage. Oh my God, he kind of does, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I, I actually see it. He's just a I, Yo- he is just a Yoda Sage. I don't want to say Yoda Pervy sage. Yoda because he's not really Pervy. Not really, but he, the way he like t- teaches uh, Izuku to really like you know dash to and really use, to use uh, yeah exactly to use it in bursts and to like hold the energy there and use it in more than just his arms and breaking his bones every time he decides to throw a punch. Because when he was fighting in the tournament, like all he was doing was like flipping. Was flicking, 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 which yeah, Deku is an incredibly smart guy and using the flicks of all for one to actually like, yeah, to weaken like where or how much damage his body is taken. Like even when he was first, when he was first getting into the entrance exam for UA, when he flicked the ball at the last second, and that's all it did to make it charge all the way out, it was incredibly brilliant for him to actually come up with that. But it still hurts to see, like, especially after all those flicks, and then you see Deku's hand like that, it it hurts. It physically hurts me to see him like that. I mean, I want to talk about his opponent in that fight, and Shoto. Oh, the, um, uh, the, the hypnotist guy? No, uh, Fire Ice. Oh, oh, Todoroki. Yeah, Shoto Todoroki, yeah. Um, Todoroki was such a great character. I wanted to know, what did you think about him only using his eyesight at first? And then uh, and then uh, Deku really going out of his way to like force Todoroki to use his fire side. I can understand why on Todoroki's side, but at the same time, I'm just like, just fucking use it. And it, it's, father, it's not, I, I know that, but it's not even the fact, it's exactly like Deku says, it's his quirk. He's the one in control of it. He's the one who decides to use it. And it's not his, just because he has his dad's quirk doesn't mean that like he's anything like his dad. 
because Endeavor is a dick. Like he's he's the second biggest dick I've seen so far behind Bakugo. I mean, yeah, no, exactly. He really is like evil, and he doesn't. I mean, I know he like he he does he, he does just want to be the number one spot. Like he doesn't. There is a heroic drive there because like he actually does do heroic duties. Like he goes out on patrols, he saves people, he participates in hero uh, hero missions. But again, it's just to all trump out All Might, and uh, I hate I hate that about him. Like he's a good hero, he's a strong hero, but he's such a dick. But at the same time. We need these kind of fiery uh, characters, and we need them to be really like uh, how can I say like destructive and just go against the grain. Because if every character was because if every character was like loyal and pure and like doing the uh, rifle thing just because it's the rifle thing, you're right. It would end up being completely boring. And like if they all just said, "Hey, bad guys, let's go!" like that kind of thing, it would drain out of its aura really quick. That's why like Marvel and DC and everything have evolved so much the way they have, and why there's so many different universes in both generations. Because if you do the exact same thing every single time or have every character act the exact same way, then you're going to run out of steam. Like in uh, in DC with all the Robins, for example. Yeah, they're the exact same character, but they all have their own drive, their own twist, their own spin on it. No, exactly. The best way I could put it is, like, I love Midoriya, but if the anime was full of Midorias, <laughs> yeah, it, would, it would not be good. Oh, God. The heroes would just be in the hospital all day long. I'm talking personality-wise. No, though. I know, I know, was, like, I know. But I'm, just, I'm just picturing, like, all the heroes, like, every time they go out in a fight, they have to hurt themselves in order to hurt the opponent. Then they just tag out someone who's just, like, coming out of the hospital. All right, Midoriya number 43, please report to the office. Midoriya number 43. All right, I'm on. See you guys. I'll be back tonight. All right, I know your favorite character is All Might. Talk to me about All Might. You're actually wrong, but I do love All Might. What? All Might is not my favorite character. That makes no sense. You picked him for so many things. What, for, for like the hero podcast and everything else? Yes, I did, or- because he's the staple hero. He's the A-plus hero. He's the Superman of Hero Academia. Like, you cannot All beat your- this guy. Who- who's who's better than All Might? What, pers- or in my opinion, or just like Her who favorite. can beat him? In favorite. Uraka. Really? Uraka and Deku are my favorite characters. Okay, fair, fair. But so what do you think? Well, still, what, what thoughts on All Might? I love All Might. <laughs> he is the best. Like, he, t- I mean, okay, I'm going to be saying that about every character in the show because I love every character in the show except for two. Okay, three. I love Omal except for three. But fair when enough. It, but when it comes to All Might, he is who you want to learn to be a hero from. He does the rifle thing. Like, this guy has to power up and he can only use like a certain amount of time while he's uh, while he's powered up in order to actually fight. And he still does it. He still protects the innocent. He still acts as a hero. And even when the students were locked in the dome with the villain uh, with the villains and the Nomus, he's still powered up. He still went to fight even though he was like running out of time and almost dying. And if not for Deku, he would have so- died. It was so rockly ask. You just need to be strong. Oh, and shock absorbent. So you have a limit. I need to be better than my limit. Like, okay, Rock. I Lee, need go to back, beat go back, that limit. It is. It is exactly like Rock, but at the same time, it's just, it's just like you can see what he's doing because, yeah, as a hero, you have to do whatever it takes to win, whatever it takes to stop the villain. And we see that in no 
clearer way than when he's fighting all for one. Oh my god, yeah. And then oh, at the end of that, when he just points... When he just points up and relinquishes basically his entire All Might title to Deku at that point, and he goes back and forth and back and forth between Weak and All Might and All Might All Might. He's fighting with everything, and he knows that this is going to be his last fight, but he needs to put this guy down. He sacrifices everything. He loses his identity or like the image of like the people seeing him they don't know he's weak they don't know he's like almost dying but when they see that does he give a fuck no he keeps fighting he's like yeah that's the real me but you know what i'm still all might i'm still the symbol of peace and i'm still gonna kick your ass right i feel like uh all might is very stereotypical and like comic book superhero so he he's totally super colorful, is and he's super like oh i am all might in the and he's like super dramatic in his like way of acting he totally I mean, is and that's uh, why i love him so much he's not only an awesome hero he's a charismatic hero he's you want to root for him because of how much the public and yourself love him he is that likable he he feels more authentic to me when he reverts back to his true form when he's no, on. yeah, like when he's when he's in his true form, like he's just hey, and it's just like yeah, he's completely relatable in that mode. He's like two different personalities, but it's still the same guy, and you can clearly say that. Like a quote that um that he does in powered up mode that me and Kyo have quoted for weeks. Like we don't quote it anymore, really, but it's when Deku is leaving the uh, the room, the the classroom. And All Might just slides over and like, I am here in an awkward position. Oh my god. And we lost our shit. We were just, we could not stop laughing. We had to pause it for like a solid five minutes before we could keep going. Oh my god. All, like, All Might just, solid character. Like, with, with how silly, with how charismatic and everything he is in powered up mode, he is incredibly fun to watch. And when he gets serious, you know he's serious. No, 100%, 100%. What do you think of his counterpart uh, enemy complete rival uh, all for one i'm scared of all for one <laughs> i just want to say this but about all for is... one just before we get into it sorry i should have mentioned this i love mm-hmm. all for one's theme on the the the, the ost the original soundtrack oh the music it's so cool and i i it was one of those few anime soundtracks when i like co- when i heard it i was like i need to cover this and i covered it like the, the <laughs> like i feel like the, the same way the episode aired i like or the two weeks after I, I covered it, I was like, "This needs to be covered now." No, I, I mean, on a, I haven't, I haven't watched the show or played the game. I actually have the, uh, the one Hero Academia game. I haven't played it and I haven't watched the show in a while, but I still love that theme that happens every time he comes on the screen. <laughs> like the music in this show is just. It's comic book. It's dramatic. It's it sucks you in. It's incredible, and it's still amazes me that music itself can even do that, and that you yourself really chose a profession in that field. Kind of amazes me. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen the a- episodes and uh, with him in a long time. Uh, his power, all for one. He basically likes. God. Does he have like every quirk ever? Basically, I know it wasn't. But pretty much, he can like give and take away. Like he can give you a quirk, he can take away your quirk, and he can use that quirk. And okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get an all for one here for a sec. Um, a scene that broke my heart was um, 
So you remember the uh, the neon the cat warriors the yeah. the cat fighters? I know what you're talking about yeah. When they were searching for Bobcat and or Ragdoll, when they were searching for Ragdoll and found her just sucked dry and basically dying in their arms because her cork had been taken away. It hurt. It hurt so bad because I loved all three of them and just seeing Ragdoll like that just ah, oh, this show hurts you because. It does something that not a lot of hero stuff does. It actually kills. It like either gravely wounds you or kills heroes or kills villains. Like you don't get back up. They don't just arrest. Like if they need to put you down, they will put you 100%. down. Or if you die from a villain, you actually die via villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's intense, but it keeps it real, which I appreciate. No, I completely do. And that's why I love this show so much. So since we started with uh, with all for one on the villain side, want to just keep going on that side? Yes, I want to talk about the hero killer, Sl- uh, Stain. Yes, I love Stain. <laughs> Again, I'm gonna be saying that about a lot of characters. Stain gave us one of the best fights in the entire series. He gave us one of the best fights. He gave us one of the best quirks, and he showed us like just how kind of batshit crazy the villains I can actually be on the show. I love his hatred for heroes. I love his hatred for All Might. You are worthy, and just All Might. And okay, so I don't want I don't want to take away too much from Stain because I do want to talk about him more. But uh, talking about him and like his quirk when it comes to blood types. And it just makes me appreciate Quirks as a whole, like being an actual physical extension of whoever's using it. Like, there's limitations. You can't just, like, everything acts the same in every single way. And I really appreciate that about this. Right, right. Especially, and again, yeah, going back to Stain, when he slashes you and depending on your blood type, that depends on, like, how long you actually get paralyzed. I know, I know. And, like, oh, when... When Todoroki shows up, and then uh, uh, then Deku's there, and uh, Todoroki and De- uh, Deku and Ida. Oh God, this this was a hard scene to watch with Ida. Oh my God, Ida was just not the same at all. He was not, and I love Ida. <laughs> Ida's amazing. Ida is like the straightest lawful good character I think I've ever seen until he gets word of Stain. I know because obviously what, what Stain did to his brother. Because, yeah, I mean, no one is immune to revenge. Let's be real. Like, if you're a hero, if you're a villain, no one is completely immune to revenge. I have this question for you. It's not about villains specifically, but I I really, like, as a student, like, as just a a, a music student, I can relate to my academia because, you know, you have uh, have to get accepted into your program. You have to go through your program. You can do internships. You can graduate. And then you go out there and do the real thing. And, like, there's really a... Cool education structure in this anime with you know interest to UA and then the internships and then they get moved into those dorms and pursue more intense classes and then they have those final exams like where you have Bakugo and Deku versus All Might for example like they had really like a great structure until they become pro heroes. What did you think of just that structure being woven in the anime? It works. It completely works. Like the only thing. Actually, no, I was going to say the only thing that doesn't really fit is like the entrance exam or the or the tournament. But no, it actually completely fits because they do the tournament so they can like see the level of their quirks, see like what they can do already and where they need tutoring. Like obviously Deku threw one punch. Obviously, he needs help or 
or when it comes to uh, like the tournament, like going through the race gauntlet with all the obstacles, like how resourceful everybody was or what they can all do, like working as a team or on one on one fights or anything like that. Or when like how far they've come when it comes to or hell. OK, I completely forgot about this one. The uh, the bomb threat. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like your villains, your heroes. Let's see who can protect the flag better. And just the actual loss and win and loss and win. Like it wasn't like always the heroes winning. Sometimes the villains won and gave us an incredible coverage of their quirks, by the way, which I loved. But <laughs> it 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 fits like it fits in their world because they need to adapt to every student differently and need to see what they can do. Like if you're a hero and you're working with other heroes, obviously you need teamwork. You need to react quickly. You need to take down or like if there's hostages, you need to prioritize them like that kind of thing. It fits completely well with this kind of setup. Exactly. And I really liked uh, specifically it was the uh, the final exam where they had to rescue those uh, student, those like uh, civilians and people were acting as civilians. And then you had uh, those uh, more attackers show up and like the group really had to come together to work together to like succeed in the mission. And then only like a select few uh, survive and make it through. Like It's really cool. Like it's just the structure is so great. I really, really, really like it. And again, yeah, and I do too. So, <laughs> um, so sorry to just move this right, right on along, but there was one villain that I really want to talk about. Go ahead, about. go ahead. I think the I know problem, what you're talking about. I think you do, but the problem is I don't remember his name. Are you talking about the leader? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 we're, we're on sync. Like, I already have his wiki page open. <laughs> I want to say it's Shigaraki, right? Uh, it's Shigaraki, yeah. His real name is Tenko is okay. Shimura. That's the real name, apparently. I'm calling him Shigaraki because that's a lot easier. Listen, I will this... disintegrate you with my hands, Hotshot, if you don't subscribe to the podcast on all platforms. Well, I will flick in your general direction and send you flying, Jan. His quirk is so crazy. And, and when he links up with Deku, and then they're in that mall, and he's like, what's up? And he's already got all but one finger on his uh... neck, and it's like, it's so oh, tense. It's so my tense. God. What's going on? He wanted it in a second. Deku would be dust. And it's just uh, like having that kind of threat. Like, obviously, if it's a villain talking to a hero in a public place, the villain's going to have the upper hand. No one has had quite a strong upper hand as Shigaraki did in that scene. How did we not pick this guy for the greatest anime, anime uh, villains? I may have not gotten to him, like seen a whole lot of what he actually have done at the time. I'm not entirely sure. He's worthy. But he is completely worthy. And I will just say straight up, this guy is fucked <laughs> in the best kind of way. He is so batshit crazy and so just like having this quirk of um, like not his actual quirk, but just this nervous habit of just scratching himself and just constantly talking to himself. You can see how like mad he is, how insane and just like. This is this is here Academia's Joker essentially because of how crazy he is and just like how when everything doesn't go according to plan how he just completely breaks down and immediately just keeps trying to think of another He's way around. He's got the madness of the Joker. Definitely doesn't have the personality. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Yeah, he has the incredible madness of Joker, but personality-wise, like strategy-wise, or anything like that, he does not. No, have. no, but. 
He has to complete madness. Yeah, but he's so sinister in the way he is, and you can really see that he's always talking about like how the new moves he's are like, super great. He's like and Joker. How his league is amazing. Like he really has like you know this is my thing. You know he has a pride to it. He's like Orochimaru combined with Joker. Yeah, yeah, I can, I'll give you that. See, I can I can do good combinations. <laughs> he's like Yoda and Pervy Sage, but not those characters. But not the yeah exactly. <laughs> I just I. Shigaraki is by far one of my favorite villains that I've seen in recent shows. Like, not even just anime, just shows. What did you think about him versus Eraserhead really quickly? They had a, a bit of a tussle uh, when they were invading the, the school in the first season. I wanted to see more of it. I wanted to see more of the fight because I love seeing Eraserhead actually fight. It's a great, 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 great battle. And I love Eraserhead's it, quirk real quick, too. Like, just erasing people's quirks is really cool. Just looking as long as he has you in his eyesight and just again, it goes into that to that physical ability of like, I have to do a certain mm-hmm. thing in order to actually use my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I again, I, I, I love it. I love all of these characters um, with with Shigaraki, with his right, not exactly rivalry, but with his like fascination of Deku and hatred towards All Might. It's a beautiful thing to watch him just dive into madness. Oh no, no, it's 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 amazing. I really just as a villain, he you never know what he's really up to, and he's got that crazy look in his eyes, those hands in his face. Like he always Ugh. he always says something like, "I have a plan," but you never see it until it's actually happening. It's creepy as all hell. And I love every second of it. I have to agree with you on that one. Is there any other characters or moments that like really stand out to you? Uh, let's. There is one more villain, uh, villain at least, and then I kind of want to uh, tackle a couple more heroes. Got real it. Quick. Go ahead. Uh, let's talk about Toga. Oh my god! Yes. What are your thoughts on Toga? I love Toga. She is my favorite villain. <laughs> Wait, more more than Shigaraki? Oh shit! I've. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, but not for the reasons that you think. Okay, explain, explain. I love her quirk a lot more. W- okay, remind me what her quirk was. I know, I know. So her quirk, her quirk kind of resembles uh, stains, where if uh, she tastes your blood or injects your blood in any way, she can turn into you. Like it's her like mystique version of uh, of a quirk. Like if she gets your blood, she has Oraka's blood for a while. I think. And actually turns into Uraraka to fool Deku. Right, I remember this. I remember this. Oh, the whole invasion. Yeah. Like, that, just that kind of quirk. And the fact that she can mimic whoever she gets so well, except for their obvious quirk, is beautiful. It's inc- it's incredible. Except for, like, if she misses one detail. Because if you're a character that can morph into other people, of course you're always going to have that one minor detail that... Throws you the fuck off. Oh, I know. And then, like, Deku kind of, like, realizes it, slowly puts it together. Um, but I... I. But she... she. Okay, just real quick, Connor. She is just as crazy, I feel like, uh, when it comes to blood. And how quickly infatuated she is with Deku. Mm-hmm. And just how yandere she goes for Deku. She has that, uh, that you know, Gossai thing going. She really does, and I love her for it. She's, like also got a crazy look in her eyes and i mean i didn't resonate with her as much but i i can respect that like if you 
if if she's who you you like the most, then you know it is what it is. But at the same time, I really feel like just as a character, she what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, she's just she just supports kind of the League of Villain. She contributes, but it doesn't go any further than that, in my opinion. It does No, you're right. Like as far as being an actual villain is concerned, then like I mean, she's about the same level as Dobby, which doesn't really do a whole lot. He's just kind of there helping out. Like, Stain probably is a better villain than both of them, if I'm being real. Shigaraki is a much better villain. Better villain put together. Yeah, but when they're all together and when Toga is actually on the field, then then she's my favorite at that time. Like, she's not my favorite. She's not the strongest villain, but she is my favorite on the villain side. Fair, fair points across the board, Hotshot. Thank you. All right, there was um, there was a couple more heroes I actually wanted to cover go ahead, with go you ahead. real quick. Um, I want to hear what you think about Momo. Oh my god, Momo? Of yeah. all people to bring up, you bring up Momo. Hey, it's better than bringing up Grape Juice. Wait, that's that's not a character, is it? I'm kidding. Grape Juice is a character. Wait, Grape Juice is a character? I'm trying to... He's a character, and I hate him. Okay, Momo is really... like Her quirk is pretty cool, I guess. I mean, like, generating objects here and there, and she is a good supporting hero. But at the same time, um, what... She she because the vice president of the class. She just felt like that very like involved in school life character to me is what I She's, is what I gather. Okay, well she okay you're right. She's VP of the class. Her quirk is uh, creation. So as long as she understands the molecules of like and atoms of what actually creates an item, she can actually use it. So like if she understands like how a popsicle works, she can just make a popsicle. Um, she goes through this this stage of losing all confidence in herself though because in the tournament of how quickly she loses because she can't react fast enough to make items she goes through this entire arc of losing her entire confidence and doesn't have it back until Todoroki and her go up against a racer head and only win because of her flashbang right 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 i remember this um i just like with how with how strategic with how proper with how uh, quick she is to learn on her mistakes and yeah she has self-confidence issues but don't we all it's just a really it i i really love her for all of that because we've all been in that area and she really does support like the other side heroes a lot i mean i will agree that she doesn't really support the main heroes a lot like deku ida uh or araka or all might or anything like that but she definitely supports uh kushina uh not kushina uh Lightning guy, Red Riot, uh, Mina, like she, she's a really good secondary hero character in my eyes. Yeah, I feel like secondary is the best way to describe her. Honestly, like, she's great. I like her and everything, but it doesn't go that deep. It, it, it doesn't, and I will admit that she is a secondary character. She's a side character. Uh, she's just there to kind of fill out the school, which a lot of the side, uh, side heroes are. But I. Still, again, I love all these characters except for three. So I, I'm not inclined to love her, but I do love. I her. also hate grape juice. I remember who grape juice was, but like you, thank you. you. Yeah, balls, no, ev- you're a pervert, and it ends there. And that's all it is. <laughs> and hell, even his internship. Like I think he goes with uh, with Mount Lady. I could be wrong. Oh, I forget honestly. This one's like less than supporting. Yeah, just grape juice is there to just like throw out the dirty no, jokes. No, I'm freaking which... out about this. No! Like, okay, great, Juice, we get it. You're freaked out about it. Yeah, I will say the one cool thing he does is, like, when he and his partner are going up against Midnight in their final, and they win because of him and trapping trapping Midnight, I will say that is the only cool thing about him. Everything else, 
No. <laughs> and even then, I would have been happier if they lost. Ugh, just nothing, nothing crazy here. No. All right, there's one more, uh, one more here I want to talk. Uh, okay, touch go on. ahead. I'm gonna go get the questions, and uh, we'll we'll talk about this final era. Okay, I want to hear about Sue. Okay, Sue's good. This I I remember talking about Sue with Yuki on the podcast we did with her uh, uh, about um, my hero. Uh, and my thoughts on Sue at the time was very uh, not main hero but secondary hero, like supporting hero. But Sue uh, is very strong. Sue's powers are very cool. And at the same time, Sue has a determination and a work ethic that I respect strongly in the anime. Sue, Sue in herself is just a straight shooter. Like, she is just, she says how it is. She doesn't pull any punches. She says what they need to do. And in the water, she is a freaking beast. I mean, that's where she belongs. Like, when, when, I mean, I, mean, I know, but when she's in her element, oh, man. <laughs> like, even, uh... One of my favorite shots of uh, of Sue, this is a comedic shot, is when uh, the students are in the dome when the villains first infiltrate. And uh, she's in the water with Grape Juice and Deku, and, De- and Grape Juice gets afraid and cops a feel. And Sue just has this, like, slightly surprised look. But then when we cut back to him, she's just drowning Grape Juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I... Like, she's doing it with just a straight-on face and just, like, telling Deku the severity of the situation. But she's doing this while just drowning us, dude. <laughs> and I I just love how straightforward and just how honest and everything else she is. Like, just... She's a really good fit for these guys. And her frog powers are incredible. <laughs> frog powers are super cool. I really like her. Uh, and, like, my opinion's obviously changed since uh, that, podca- that last podcast. What was your opinion on last like, like, podcast? Like I said, like very like secondary character, and I didn't think like she would, there was much to her. Oh, okay. But the more you've watched, obviously, you started liking exactly. Her okay. All right. So, did you get the questions? Yeah. Up? So, all right. I got the Discord questions. I, uh, do you want me to send them to you ahead of time, or they're not crazy questions? Uh, nah. Just uh, go ahead and say them. All right. Lab. So, uh, another thing I wanted to mention, I should have mentioned about the Discord server. There's literally a text channel just for podcast questions. And before I do a podcast, I always tag everyone I'm set, and I say, uh, uh, leave us questions. Here's a topic. So here are some questions from Era Canera on the Discord server. Um, the first question is, do you think there's too much fan service in the anime? Honestly, no, because they don't really pay much attention to it unless it's like a character that's supposed to be drawing like midnight like she actually explains why she's why her costume is so scanty and that's because it's easily rippable because that's what her quirk is she has to expose herself in order to use her quirk right right right. no 100 percent um what i wanted to say about the fan service is i feel like there's some of it there's a little bit of it and it's only there like it, it doesn't overtake the anime it's very light and it's very minimal and i i personally enjoy that like i'll be i'll be the first watcher to say yeah there's some really there are some shots and the girls have some designs that yes would qualify as fan service to a lot of people but it doesn't draw to it without purpose like it's not just i'm gonna say boobs and it's just like there like there's none of that like if you have a character that's designed that way there's a purpose for it or even if there isn't they don't draw that much attention to it like again midnight has uh, has hers because that's how she uses her quirk or um like even mina she has this quirk that she can secrete a slime that melts anything it touches 
if it was a fan service heavy episode and she was a perf character, obviously she would use that like on the girl's clothes or anything. I think the one thing that is fan service about it is in the tournament where one prank from the guys leads to the girls fighting in cheerleader costumes. Oh, yeah, I remember that. But other than that, there's not really anything that doesn't serve a purpose in fan service wise that isn't related to the character. So I think there is fan service, but I'm with you. I don't think it overtakes. 100%. All right, next question is... What's your favorite character design in the show? Favorite character design? Yeah, this is more of a GoPro kill question, but still, I was... No, no, you're good. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 well, I mean, do you have one or not? I'm tied between two. Oh, man. One of them is All Might. No. Oh, my God. Okay, what, what is it? One of them is uh, uh, for a Saki or for a Shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I see. Yeah. Like, I love... Like, I may not love, like, his design all that much, like, just a cloak and a bird head, but I love Shadow's design. Like, I love his quirks design. It's super cool. It just, it's just the, the way it's, like, and I, I don't know, like, I'm not a visual person, but, like, triangularly just, like, and, like, sharply shaped, uh, and you just see it, like, just moving. It's, like, very linear and direct, and it, it just has that those curves and that speed and that edge to it that I really love. And it's just, <laughs> like, the... So, like, the lines that move on him, like, just, he's not just, like, a solid color. He actually looks like a moving shadow, and I just find that incredible on the guy. It's just, it's amazing to watch, especially when he's fighting, and especially when he just goes rampage in the dark and just seeing how much he can actually extend and everything else. It's, it's fucking awesome. (laughs) And the other one, so the one that tied it was uh, a simpler design. And I'm trying to stay away from, like, ones who are just completely human, like Deku or Ida or anything. So my second one is actually Mina. Why Mina? Something about just um just a flat color, like, how much a single color or a color tone can take away from you from looking human. Like, she's, all, she's just all pink and has pink hair and antennas and black eyes. Like, black, whites, and yellow eyes. I just love the kind of simplicity, like how much the simplest changes of you can make you look completely different. Like there are some designs of her that just look or that have like her as uh, human colored and it just looks a little off. Like it's a character that can't really exist unless you look the way you do. And that's kind of how I feel with uh, with Mina. All right. Uh, can I go to my favorite character design? Yeah. Go okay. For so it. this character was very involved at the end of the third season so i don't i don't think you've seen this character yet the character is called mirio uh, togata um and it's a very simple design he kind of looks like uh like bulky all might uh like uh, well like final form whatever the all might when he's in his quirk form um he's like very muscular uh tall Got that blonde uh, hair uh, slicked back, and his eyes are just very simple. Um, he's got that cowlick going, um, and I don't, I don't know. He just has such a super cool design, and the way he just his quirk works, where he just like transfers, like and just slides into the ground and comes back up, and he actually destro- destroyed the entire class so easily. And he's gonna be very involved in the fourth season. Uh, I just really liked his design, and I just thought like, you know what, this is just easy. This is just boom done. We're good. It doesn't need to be super complex. Shading's pretty cool too. You can really see that like he has a 
a strong build, and he kind of has that, I don't know, uh, I feel like he's going to be very alongside Deku in this fourth season. Like, De Deku, and Deku and him are going to be very involved, like, in missions and, again, fighting evil. I really can feel it uh, happening for them. So you're right. In in the actual show, I haven't come across this guy yet, but I have seen like his image and everything going around. Like I completely understand why you can say that about his character or about his design. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Next question. This is a. Uh, I don't know how to take this question, but the uh, Eric and I asks: Are the shippers too active? Uh, so people who ship uh, Uraraku and Deku or Bakugo with I don't know who, are they too active? Hotshot. Is there too much going on here? Honestly, no. Like not I mean, at least not any more than there is with uh with just your normal normal anime shippers. There's not really a whole lot of difference there. Um I can understand why you say that though, because like a lot of people ship Todoroki and Momo or Bakugo and Uraraka, which to you guys, fuck you. And <laughs> I don't really mean that. I just don't agree with that ship. Like, there's just so many different ships that actually do go out. But again, it's nothing out of the ordinary for for anime or hell, even fandoms in general. Like, there was Overwatch ones that were really bad. There were Dragon Ball ones that were really bad. Um, Naruto ones got pretty bad. Like, it's not any worse. I think it might be just a little bit. But again, that's because it's it's later. Like, it's later in years. People are used to shippers and everything else. But it's it's, it's kind of poor the chorus when a show like this comes out. No, it's part of the community. And, like, I'm just going over Twitter and Reddit right now, just, like, scrolling, typing in My Hero Academia ship. There's artwork. There's a lot of tweets. People are invested. And they are allowed to express themselves the way they would like. And if they ship a certain character, then go for it. You know what I mean? So I don't think it's too yeah. active. I mean, I mean, yeah, I... Like I said, I don't agree with uh, with Bakugo and Uraraka. Some people really like that shift, and more power to you. I'm just not one of them. Exactly. Like, honestly, if it's not bothering you and it's not bothering anyone else, there's not really a problem. All right, final question. Hotshot, do you mess with this fan base? Are you cool with the fan base? Do you like the fan base? Do you mess with it? I don't mess with it. I just kind of watch it myself and keep it to myself. Right. No, I, I think that we kind of indirectly mess with it just by making this podcast and talking about it. Uh, no, I mean, that's totally fine. But again, that's like it's you and me talking to each other. So I think that's fine. No, I, no, I, I agree. But I still like I, I go on, on the subreddit sometimes and uh, I check Twitter and there's the My Hero Academia uh, Discord server. That's pretty cool. Uh, so I, I'm kind of like I, I'm wearing the shadows more than anything else. Like I just I like to know what people are thinking about this anime because it's one of my favorites uh, favorites. So definitely yeah. like like I'll. Like, I'll talk to my friends, I'll talk to, like, friends of friends about, like, if they've seen the show, what they think. Like, that's about as far as I'll go, but though. But you've got the conventions, right, where it's been present? Not a lot. Okay. Like, yeah, in every convention, it pretty much is really, really present, but I just don't go to a lot of cons. Okay, fair enough. But yeah. So, I am, I am just the extreme introvert. I stay in front of my computer and eat my cheese puffs. <laughs> Hotcha introvert. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So those were all the questions. Uh, final thoughts, Hotshot, on all of this. Final thoughts. Hero Academia, honestly, if not my top, is definitely in my top five anime of all time. And I feel like it's just going to stay there. I love the characters. I love the music. I love the fights. I love the designs. I love everything about this. Again, those three characters... That's really about it. That's really the only negative thing I have about it. 
And it's just, it fits people like me so well. People who watch anime every now and again, but love DC or Marvel or just like superheroes, comics, that kind of thing. People who love that kind of thing and just dabble in anime are going to love this show. And I love this show. I love this show as well. And this is my final thought. October 12th, 2019, season four, come out now. I cannot wait <laughs> for this fourth season. I'm watching it sub a, because I just wanted to. Come, what? Give me a time machine. Yeah, exactly. We'll make it work. 25 more episodes are dropping, man. I cannot wait. There's a couple of more movies. 88 miles an hour. What? 88 miles an hour and we'll have it. Exactly. I'm super excited for this next season. I really love this universe. I think that it's one of the best shonen products out there uh, competing with Dragon Ball Super and everything. It's it's popular. It's relevant. It's so good. And and I feel like uh, it's not like affected by the fact that it's mainstream. People love this anime regardless of his popularity it's one of those few animes you know like dragon ball gets criticized oh you like dragon ball it's good because it's so popular like my my hero academia doesn't have that uh with it I, I at least i haven't noticed as much with it so i love this anime love this podcast cannot wait cannot wait for season four. Oh. all right so after final thoughts sorry i actually have one last follow-up question i actually want to ask you and i plan on answering this okay, myself go ahead. too if you had one quirk from Hero Academia, what one like, would you have? Yuki asked me this question on the last podcast, too. Oh, well, fuck you, I Yuki. Think, <laughs> I think, okay? I might be wrong, but I feel like I said flight, and it still would be flight. Me, Who I flies? fly. Fly hotshot. Right. I'm a bird hotshot. Hotshot, I'm no, going on my I'm, balcony I'm, right now. I'm and I'm going underwater right. because I'm taking Sue's quirk. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you judge me? I was joking. I was joking. Why do you hate and me, Tyan? It was so genuine. <laughs> oh my god! I felt like that was just a oh, personal so attack great. on like, Sue and me at me? that point. <laughs> we need that on the shirt. I legitimately feel that way a little bit, just so you know. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. No, I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm not judging you, Hotshot. I was joking. Damn. That's a cool quirk. So you would want to be a frog or just swimming? I'd want to be a frog. I'd want to go. I want if I'm taking her quirk, the I'm taking her entire tank. quirk. That's awesome. Like the right on. Like I think it's a cool tank. quirk, but like flight just feels like way cooler to me. Cause no, I honestly would. If I didn't pick Sue, I probably would pick Ida. Wait, wait. Were you allowed to choose like an invented quirk, or do I have to choose like a specific character? You have to oh. choose a specific oh, character. I, I, I really <laughs> hope flies. Um. Huh? I don't, who does no, fly? I don't, I don't know if anyone I don't flies. think anyone actually Goku flies. flies. At least not Goku. Who? Right, Wait, I, I'm I'm looking it up on the on the wiki. Uh, <laughs> on your academia wiki on I if the character the flight, flies. Flight is the quirk possessed by Christopher Skyline. Who the fuck is Christopher know, Skyline? He's, he's a okay. It's a very tall, well-built man right, in I a cleft chin, angular nose, and a sharp chisel jaw. Right, I guess you're jaw. taking Christopher Skyline's quirk then. Well, he, he, I guess he looks like he's only part of the manga. He's still part of the universe. Yes. You still have his um, quirk. Wait, is the top rank uh, American pro hero in? Vigilant My Hero Academia Illegals. What is that? I'll it's a comic book. In, running over the water or in There's the My Hero Academia comic books. Well, manga or like just comics, straight looks comic? Like. Oh, shit. The manga is about a young man that who uses his quirk to help others after he and a girl are harassed by a group of thugs and saved thanks to the Vigilant Knuckle Duster. Okay. Well, Christopher Skyland coming in with that flight quirk to save me from this question. All right. Well. All right. On that note, please... Plug, 
Hotshot. No, no, do you have anything else? On or that note, you guys can find me over here on Giant Music on the Anime Podcasters. You guys can also find me, hopefully, eventually, some point over on my channel at Hotshot Ginger. And you guys can find me over on Twitter at Caution Ginger. I still haven't changed that name. Will Probably not. But there is a project that I'm working on uh, at the moment, trying to release it for October for my channel. So there should be an episode coming up soon. I actually soon. can't wait. I actually can't either. It's going to be a lot of fun working on it. No, I literally can't wait. Like, I, I, I've i waited so much that I no longer have the ability to wait. Okay, well, would you rather have me upload a video or a season four of Hero? Okay. Oh, you can man. only get like, one. Am I getting a single video from you or like consistent uploads? A single video. Oh, I'm thinking here. I'm thinking here. Okay, so I will never upload for the oh, history well. of time. Sorry, guys. You can only hear my I'm sweet, getting... sweet voice here. All right. Go <laughs> Prokeo on that note. No, no, no. But seriously, um, Go Prokeo does all the visuals, all of the artwork for anime podcasters. He recently made a new site. You can check out his entire portfolio, entire catalog, all of his services. You can contact him directly. Check out all of his rates. He's very affordable and does very quality artwork. It's actually amazing. So go check out GoPro Keo. He's on Twitter at GoPro Keo. Go shoot him a DM for all of your art, animation, whatever you need, visual project projects. He's there for you. For the podcast, make sure to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash anime podcasters. And you can follow me. Uh, also, the, the podcast, obviously, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Pay, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, and there was one more. There's one more. Um, YouTube. My YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash giant music patreon if you want to support me patreon.com forward slash giant music and you can also uh join the discord server guys i really i'm pushing this discord server let's hit 50 members let's go um and uh finally uh my facebook page is facebook.com forward slash giant music and giantmusic.com is the website where you want to go if you want to hire me for any audio and music services okay hotshot i have a question What's the next topic gonna be? And I, I'm literally, I, I, I wanted, I, I like this whole like, let's choose on the on the spot kind of thing. So I'm talking right now to kind of like okay. discuss this. So with are we you. discussing, see, see or do you just want me to pick a topic? We're and discussing, that's what we're doing. All right, if, if your topic's good enough, we could I mean, I have a topic that we can do. It kind of fits in with the same kind of theme as okay, uh, Hero it? Academia. My uh, little witch. Hey, I haven't watched enough though. Yeah, yeah, but like, watch more. In two weeks' time, I won't have enough time with school and everything. Watch more. We could do. I was thinking. I was thinking because we both watched it, and I, I know Kia would love to. We could do Trigun. Was what I was. We could thinking. do Trigun. Trigun's one that you know it's not like a list, and it's also it's a complete yeah, anime. Yeah, and, and we both finished yeah. it. Trigun would be a good one. Uh, we could also do Rock Lee and his Ninja Pals, uh, 2.0, uh, Assassination Classroom. I, I have all these series that we've both watched that I'd like. You know, these are all options. I, I'll, I'm gonna let you pick. Obviously, like the final right. one. Like I really list want. five. <laughs> Seven Deadly Sins uh, as the fourth. And let's just throw one list one in there just to have one. Uh, anime trio. Next topic is Seven Deadly Sins. Right. Okay. Seven Deadly Sins coming. Season up one. Next. Very important. Season Only? one. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen the other one. Okay. Seven Deadly Sins coming up on Anime Podcasters. Very excited to talk about it with Hotshot. So subscribe to the podcast for Seven Deadly Sins podcast and uh, anime uh, content coming your way in October. Anime muffs are back. I cannot wait. And that's going to be everything. I hope you guys enjoy season four of My Hero Academia. And if this uh, podcast here quenched your thirst because you're dying for this show and there's not enough My Hero Academia content out there for you guys, well, there. 
I hope you enjoyed the last hour. All right. Thank you guys so much. We will see you next time on the next episode of Anime Podcasters. Bye.